Maryland sports fans, there's only one sports book in the great state of Maryland with over 50 years experience booking bets and supporting customers. Betfred Sportsbook at Long Shots is now open and is the only sports book in Frederick offering cash betting on football, basketball, world soccer, and more. Visit the Betfred Sportsbook at I-270 and MD-85 in Frederick, right next to Longshot's Off-Track Betting. Go to BetfredSports.com for more information and your chance to win exclusive merchandise. Must be 21 or older. Play responsibly. For help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. What's up, everybody? Welcome to The Loud Spot. I'm your host, Sebastian, hanging out with my co-host, Don, and a buddy of mine. This is his third time on the show, but the second time we're talking about Bitcoin, and I am excited, so... Let's get this show started. Oh, no. Oh, boy. Ah, here it comes. The motherfucking loud spot. All right, before I get this show started, I do want to remind everyone to please subscribe to my YouTube channel. And if I start sounding fuzzy, it's up to Don and Alex to let me know so I can adjust the sound settings because we are... <laughs> Anyways, it's we're messing around with some technology shit, and I'm trying to figure it out. So, all right. I love having this segment about Bitcoin. You were on about three months ago, Alex, and now you're back on again. We got Don here. Don does not know anything about Bitcoin, and Famous. I knew nothing about Bitcoin. I knew nothing about Bitcoin, really, until <laughs> you came on the show, started talking about it, got me hooked into it. And now it's like one of those things where I want to keep on watching the market and see how it and see see what it does and also since you've been on you've created a website that's right yeah alexmangumcrypto.com yeah uh, man. It's, nice. it's like a little private one-on-one consulting <laughs> thing that i've been doing and it's and it's now i saw the initial consultation <coughs> the 30 minutes consultation and that's free yeah but and then all <laughs> go ahead you know what? so yeah i was trying to figure out what i was going to do with uh, with the payment structure for the thing. And I was a little bit worried about how, how could I keep myself out of trouble since I'm, I'm not telling people what to invest in, but I am giving in essence financial advice. So I was like, mm-hmm. how, do I, how do I get around that? Since I don't have any licensing, I decided I was going to do it all free and then say, you can give me a donation. And I've been doing it that way. And you know what? Like psychologically, it's kind of, probably earning me more. Like if I said, Hey, I want $35 an hour or 50 bucks an hour. I probably wouldn't get some people, but if I mm-hmm. say it's free and at the end of it, if you want to give me a donation, just give me a donation, whatever you feel. And people have been like giving bigger donations, than 50 bucks an hour. Nice. So, well, it's good about Very that is because nice. I guess you need, I guess you need some sort of licensing to technically give financial advice. So you can get in trouble for it. Yes. Okay. Yes. I wouldn't have ever, I just would have done it until I got in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> See, I want to keep my cheddar from the government, man. I don't like giving them <laughs> right. anything. So I don't even they want to have to fight them. Yeah, those bums. <laughs> what's, what's so important about this is, and the reason why I love this Bitcoin episodes is it really gives people an insight because the world of Bitcoin and cryptocurrency and all that's so confusing to so many people. But really, mm-hmm. it's not that confusing. It's just, it's people don't want to look at it. They don't want to look into it. It's like, it's that's like. Right. It's like your grandmother who gets an iPhone or gets like Snapchat and there's all these different filters. They don't want to mess with it. They don't know what that is. But once you dive into it, it's really not that complicated. <laughs> God damn it, Sebastian, why you got to call me out like that? <laughs> the way I see it is that the technology and how Bitcoin works, that's deep. That's really hard to grasp from a technical perspective. But why Bitcoin exists and how it works you know, on a, on a financial or on a, on a monetary policy level, like why is Bitcoin better than dollars? 
that's actually pretty easy and pretty, 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 you know, people can digest that. Mm-hmm. And once they do, once they mm-hmm. lean into it and they're like, well, actually tell me a little bit about it. Nine out of 10 times they're like, oh, that's why it's good. Oh, okay. I get it now. Hmm. Yeah. That, that, that's, what, to learn. that's what happened to me. So there is this app, right? There's an app and we are not sponsored by them at all, but we're just going to talk about it. Okay. And the app's called Strike. I thought it was called Strike. It's just called Strike. S-T-R-I-K-E. Okay. You can go on there. Alex is like, go on there. And he gave me his promo code and immediately you get a promo code. You get a free $10 from Strike. So now you have $10 worth of Bitcoin. Okay. And $10 worth of Bitcoin is very, very small uh, because right now one Bitcoin as of today, I wrote it down. It's, it's right. And it, it, it like changes almost like by the minute, I think. Right. Yeah. It does. Does, it, does it change by the minute, even on the weekends? Yeah. Yeah. The, the bit, crypto Bitcoin market is 24 seven trading. Okay. So while the okay. stock markets, you know, open and close, this market does not. It's just always, it's always going. And it's similar. It's similar to the stock market as, as far as I'm concerned, because I'm looking at it as a consumer buying into the Bitcoin, and it goes up right now. It's at twenty nine thousand, a little over twenty nine thousand dollars, which right now is at a twelve month low. I know this because I looked it up right before we started this episode. Yep. <laughs> I, 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 okay. From someone standpoint that has no idea. It's like you're speaking a foreign language. Yep. Start us out from the beginning. How how do so we So you're giving Donna con- a consultation right now. Yeah, yes. you're giving me a freebie consultation. So usually the first the first place I start is why did why did this even get created? Why do we even need it? Why is it important? And it mm-hmm. comes down to like two things. It comes down to technology and it comes down mm-hmm. to the fact that the money that we have today is just terribly corrupted. Terribly corrupted. We all know. About I don't think inflation. anybody can deny that. Not one bit. <laughs> inflation is at a 40 year high today. Gas costs, food costs, house prices going up. Everything's just out of control. And it's because there's this there's this graph or, or this number. It's called the M2 number. The government puts it out. What mm-hmm. M2 means is how much money do we have in the system in the world, the dollars. Mm-hmm. And when you look right. at this graph of M2, You'll see it's it kind of moves sort of, you know, here's the graph and it's kind of moving on this line. And then it gets right here. It starts going up all through the 70s, 80s and 90s, right when we go mm-hmm. off the gold standard. Like we okay. go away from real money. Gold is right. real money. It's hard yes. money. I'll, I'll explain that in a minute. And it goes to COVID right here and it goes. Whoosh. So mm. we have, the government has, in essence, print, essentially printed um 40 to 50% of all dollars in existence in the last 18 to 24 months. Wow. You want to know why everything costs more right now? It's not because of Putin. It's not because of this, that, and the other. It's because we had a crisis, and the answer to the crisis was, well, let's print more money. money. And that's been the answer to the crisis since the 80s and 90s when Greenspan started this. They call it quantitative easing. It's the slow increase of quantity, quantitative, quantitative easing, right? Mm-hmm. And so when you have money that you can just double up and print up, it starts to devalue everything else because there's just it's just simple math. There's more dollars in the system, so everybody can ask for more dollars for everything they're selling. Wow. Because you know, everybody I, I, has I, more I, dollars to give. It's I've never heard it explained like that. Well, he used a lot of words. I didn't even know what they meant. 
So I was, I was, I was, I was like, yeah, that sounds super cool. I know what that means. Well, I, was, I don't know what quantitative, uh, uh, what did you say, quantitative trading? Quantitative easing. It's called <laughs> okay. QE. So it's it's the slow increase, the easy increase of quantity of okay. dollars. And it's like, mm-hmm. oh, because I've heard quantitative easing for years. And I'm like, what the hell is that even? It's just the slow increase in quantity. Okay. okay. And that's what they're doing, right? Mm-hmm. So here, think about money this way. Like I give you dollars, you give me things. Dollars are the most sellable item on the planet. I can sell dollars for anything. Everybody will dollars. give me something one... for my dollars. Right? Yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. So money, what is money? Uh, let's go back in history and look at what is it? Sometimes we have seashells. Mm-hmm. Sometimes we had beads. Sometimes we had rocks. Crops. Trade. Bartering. Right. Right. So, so what you see so many times in history, it's so unfortunate, is that a civilization or a people with more technology and highly advanced would come across another society that's not as highly advanced, that has an inferior money like seashells or like glass beads. And that mm-hmm. superior, technologically superior civilization would quickly go and get more of their money, make it because of their technology, like glass beads and seashells and things like that, mm-hmm. and then bring it back to these people and then pump their society full of this to get their resources. They would extract their resources and within decades, 10, 20, 30 years, that society will be robbed blind. Their wealth yeah, is stolen. Their wealth is stolen because it was easy for somebody to increase their money right, and come in and rob right. them. So when money is hard, and what is hard money? Well, go get some gold out of the ground. Right, right. How right. easy is that, right? Machinery, manpower, geological analysis, extraction tooling, uh, my, uh, minting and mining. Like, I mean, you, I mean you, could, you could Well, you could just go to like a river with a pan – <laughs> like with the holes in it. And then, I mean, there's places that you can get little pieces of gold like that. Yeah. As, as the simplest form of, I mean, you say it's easy. It's because then you got your machinery. I mean, there's, there's boats. There's people that go on these big, huge boats yeah. that have all this stuff. But the, the, the simplicity of it is, you know, back during the gold rush and, and things like that, like the 49ers, right? Uh, you call it easy. Well, no, I'm, I'm, just, saying, <laughs> I'm, I'm just saying that, that getting, get, getting gold is, uh, it, it it's hard. It's what I'm. Never mind. Go ahead. What I'm. What I mean is <laughs> get get enough never gold. Mind. Here, this is what I mean because you're right. You and I could go get gold right now. Right. But go get enough gold to affect the quantity of gold to make an impact. Right. 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 The, you know, you and I would go get gold that wouldn't even measure a point zero 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 amount of the quantity at hand. Yep. So we're not measurably affecting the supply of gold. Right. Mm-hmm. And you can't because for the last five thousand years. We've been mining gold. So there is a crap ton of gold uh, uh, out of the earth right now, even mm-hmm. though there's still tons of gold Wait, in the so earth. So you were joking when you said no. it's easy to get gold. No, I was dead serious. What I meant was what I meant was go get it. yeah, go get enough gold for it to affect the quantity of gold already okay. in existence. Okay, okay. And this mm-hmm. is called the stock to flow. It's it's how much do we have? And how much can you go get per year, stock to flow per year? So the stock to flow per year of gold is like 2%, 1% or 2%. That's with all the industry on the planet pulling gold out. They can only produce every year 1% to 2% of the quantity already in existence. So that's why 
And so for that purpose, that's one purpose, but then gold doesn't degrade. Gold is very recognizable. Mm -hmm. You can test for it and know that it's good. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, It's a medium of exchange. Like there's all these reasons that make gold good, but gold isn't as good as other monies. So, so now you think about that, right? We can't increase the supply of gold quickly, but we can just hit a button and go, there's a trillion, there's two trillion, there's three. So dollars are flimsy, easy dollars. It means nothing to just print more. And these politicians Mm -hmm. do it and they get votes because you get a short-term bump in the economy and everything's better for a little bit, but long-term it's just destroying us. So how how does that relate though to Bitcoin then? Cause you, can you just create more Bitcoin? No. The Did we talk about this on the last episode? I forgot. Kind of, but I didn't get too far into it because okay, because we stayed okay. a little bit more away from the technical. So, so okay. the, what's the history of Bitcoin? This is I'll do it in a pretty like four or five minutes. I'll knock this one out. Okay. I remember telling you about te- uh, information, how we send information across space and time, uh, right. how uh, essentially humans have mastered that, and this is the proof of it right here. We've gone to like yeah, pi- yes. pigeons. Um, you know, notes, fires, and smoke signals to the three of us can look each other in the face right now and talk instantaneously wherever Different we are states. on the planet. Yep. Yep. All right. Yeah, now, in the world. now send me money instantaneously with instant cash finality. That was never possible until Bitcoin. So humans had been trying to do that. How do I send money easily? Because back in the day, you want to send a lot of money, you have to send a lot of gold. And to send mm-hmm. a lot of gold, you need an army, you need a navy, you need a huge boat that can carry all that weight, thousands of pounds <laughs> of gold. Like it was not easy to travel with money up until recently, until it went digital. But it's still, even this digital money we have, PayPal, somebody will tell you, well, I can send money instantly with PayPal. No, you're just using a credit system. And your banks, you're, you're just using a credit system. And you're using a credit system based on flim flam, easy dollars <laughs> that are corrupted. So okay, these nerds, all these great nerds, when, when the internet came out, that was like, oh my goodness, now we can really send information over space and time. So right. almost, almost immediately, the nerds started thinking, how do we use the internet for money? And they started trying to find a way. And then in the, I think it was the 60s or 70s, in, in partnership with the government and academia, they created cryptography. Mm-hmm. So now there's a way for me to send a message through the air that anybody could intercept, but... Only the, 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 the recipient, the intended recipient, had the right code to actually unlock and read that message. Re- re- receive the message. Okay. Right. Cryptography, right? So they started thinking, all right, how do we use cryptography, the internet, sending message over these internet protocols to use money? And they started trying. This person tried this, and this person built on it, and this person tweaked that. And years and years and decades. And these people started becoming known as crypto punks or cypher punks. Right, because okay. they're trying—they're the ciphers. They're trying to figure out this code so they can send money instantly without a trusted third party. I don't need gotcha. a government. I don't need a bank. I don't need an issuer. I just need you and me with this monetary system to send each other money. And they couldn't figure it out. Mm-hmm. They tried and tried and tried. And then all through the '90s and then to the 2000s, along comes Satoshi Nakamoto. Yep. That name, okay. and he takes. <laughs> This guy's thing and this guy's idea and that one, and he kind of puts them together in this little box, and he adds just a little bit of his own idea. Well, the- theoretically, right, because we don't really know that's who it was. 
the entity. Satoshi okay, the Nakamoto. entity. Yeah, we don't know if it was a person. Okay, whatever. All right, whoever it was. Okay, CIA. Okay. Maybe it was the CIA. I don't who, know. who knows? Who knows? Who, Nobody knows. His name is Ron, yeah, That's yeah. the that really to me is the craziest part of all this. Nobody yeah. has any idea who the creator of Bitcoin is. <laughs> yeah, not a is clue, it, that, dude. That tells me there's some secret crazy. Um, it's the Illuminati. Someone deep in the government that knew that knew how to do this and just gave it a name. And it's it, it, it like no one really knows if it's a person or a thing because obviously it's not a person because it would have known who that person was. I think it's like no, it, like yeah, Fan, yeah, Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac. Those just, are, I don't think those are real people, right? Those are programs. just remember. This is a person. If you think about what kind of a person would Satoshi Nakamoto be, this is an Shadow extremely man. intelligent, technical person. Yeah, this oh is yeah. a computer mm -hmm. nerd on another level who would know exactly how to mask his identity on the internet. And you're not finding this. That's pretty brilliant. It's pretty Isn't that crazy, um, um, though. It really is brilliant. It gets, it gets worse. Or it could be like a cyber vigilante, so to speak. So he creates this. <laughs> and like I said, he takes the ideas from people that are known and that are big proponents of Bitcoin today. He takes their ideas and he just tweaks them and created mm -hmm. this thing and it worked and, and it yep. just took off. And so in the process, as he started mining in the very beginning, he accumulated he, she, they, them, whatever. They accumulated over 1 million Bitcoins into their wallet. Not a single Bitcoin has ever left his wallet to this day. It's sitting there. You can go view it. You can get on the internet and look at it. And I'll tell you this. The day that a Bitcoin moves out of that wallet, Bitcoin will collapse. Wow. Hmm. Because it will terrify everybody. They'll be like, oh my gosh, why? she's selling. Who is this? What? Why now? And not then. Like, like it will send mm -hmm. a panic through it. If that happens, I'm telling you that the, the as deep as this is, if that happens, that means the world's coming to an end. Like, <laughs> it's World like, War III it's like it's all <laughs> collapsing now, financially just. So, but anyway, so he creates it. Now, I won't, you know, I don't even think we have the time to get into like the monetary theory and how. You know what? We, asked, we can, you know what? We can talk about whatever you want to talk about. We're going to go as long as we want to on this episode. This is as long as I can thing, smoke. Though. Keep it smoking. <laughs> you said. Sebastian, you said, well, can't we just mine more? And I said, no. Well, why? It's because his little special tweak was called the difficulty adjustment. So if we want to get more gold out of the earth today, we hire more people, we get more machinery, and we, we start digging more mines, and we right. increase mm -hmm. the annual production limit. The more computing power that enters onto the Bitcoin network, the network adjusts to that and makes it harder to mine Bitcoin because, okay. because it has a fixed monetary policy that says, I, this system will distribute this many coins per day. And you cannot okay. manipulate that to go faster. So if people think, oh, you can just manipulate this system too. Well, for 13 years now, people have tried to manipulate this and they haven't. So in the very wow. beginning... I didn't know it had been around that long. I thought this was something extremely new, like 2020 new. I mean, oh, no. People are trying to get me into Bitcoin. I will say Alex is the first person to successfully <laughs> get me to invest in Bitcoin, and that's because he promised me a free $10 of Bitcoin that he was going to throw me. Because you said, let me hear about it. Yeah, yeah. It's just was, about was, any, person yeah. That's a, any person that leans in and says, you know what? Mm -hmm. I want to hear about it. Like I said, it clicks. It's like well, the government can make – all the money they want, but Bitcoin can't, and it's secure, and I don't need oh, a third party, well, and I can thing, send it instantaneously. But, like, 
But hold up, I asked about it. So where are my ten dollars at? Well, I'll, well, I'll, we'll get, we'll get, we'll get, we'll get to that. We'll, we'll actually, we're going to get to that. But the reason, the reason <laughs> why I want to go on, the reason why it was easy for me to listen to Alex is first, I've known him since second grade. Okay, uh-huh. so known him since grade. So he's someone who, and he didn't, he did, he's not trying to sell me on Bitcoin. He came on the show because we did a reaction video to Falling mm-hmm. in Reverse, which they have a new song I want to do a reaction video to. But we did a oh. reaction video to Zombified. And then at the end of the show, you know, I'm more curious about him and his family and things like that and mm-hmm. how things are going with him. And he starts talking about Bitcoin. I said, you know, let's have a show about it. So he comes nice. on and talks about it. Everyone else that has got me, that's like the best thing you ever could have done on that on that reaction video was leading us into these Bitcoin episodes, right? Yeah. So <clears throat> he wasn't salesy about it either. A lot of people that talk about Bitcoin is because they're working for some sort of pyramid scheme, multi-level marketing company. That that's what that's why they're trying to get me into Bitcoin. Alex mm-hmm. was is not doing that. He's just like, here's some knowledge about it. I think it's a good investment for you and your family. And I'll tell you one thing: my wife watches these housewife shows, right? Uh, there's mm-hmm. one that's in, I think it's in Dubai. Okay. Yeah. And uh, is that in the Emerald uh, Emirates? United, United Emirates. Arab Emirates. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So there's a guy on there and super <laughs> wealthy guy. And the wife's talking about how, uh, you know, they start off kind of nothing. And the show kind of talks about how he started off investing in Bitcoin a long time ago. And this dude's like freaking wealthy. And I'm thinking, man, you know, I, I wish I would have started this a long time ago because I first we heard about do. Bitcoin. I think even before, mm-hmm. when, when, when did Bitcoin start becoming like, like a regular almost household name, I guess? 2010 <laughs> to 2014 is when most people would say, I heard of it. It was so launched just in 2009, right around that time. Yeah. Okay. I'm really late. <laughs> and that's the funny thing is we're so early in this. Yes. We're not yes. late, Don. Nope. That was and great. I, yeah. And and here's here's the thing. And here and I want to you know what? Let's talk about this real quick. Unless you want to finish your your history uh, about it. No, that's good. I was just gonna dive into something else. Go ahead. Okay. Here's what I want to say. I, for one, I, when I first got Bitcoin, um, my first $10 and I put, uh, I've been slowly putting like $5 in every couple of weeks, just small mm-hmm. here and there, you know, and it was, I think it was like 40 something thousand uh, per Bitcoin when I first started. So I've actually lost money because my value has gone down, but that's fantastic news. What people don't understand <laughs> is that is great. You know why? Because it's cheaper now than it was before. It's only going to go back up. You old people, what people don't understand up. is why am I going to buy Bitcoin now when it's only $29,000 of Bitcoin? It's at a 12 month low. Well, idiot, like, think, buy it when it's low because it's only going to go back up. If that's Shiitake, whatever his name is, if he hasn't sold out yet, then, then well, I mean, if you go back, go buy some, you know, buy low, yeah. sell high, but don't even sell it, you know, just, just keep it. Hold it. Say, save in, save your dollars in Bitcoin because if you save your dollars in dollars, their value is going down daily. Right. But but if you look at the news reports on Bitcoin, it was Bitcoin crashed to $300. Then Bitcoin crashed to $3,000. Now Bitcoin has crashed to $30,000. That doesn't sound like a crash to me. That sounds like volatility that makes other people that, that are uninterested and don't want to investigate say oh it's it's crashed it's an easy it's an easy way for them not to do it to not pay attention to it but if you're smart and you think and i'm not saying i'm smart believe me i'm not saying i'm smart but i know that when something's cheap you but it's like okay for instance i bought this and this is going to be relate to an actual object in my house yeah there's a rocking chair that i uh, uh not a rocking chair a wheelchair <laughs> I, that I bought it. in my house okay it's worth 
to the right person about a thousand dollars. I could probably get rid of it for a couple hundred dollars easily. Yeah. Tend to like a, a pawn shop or a thing. I bought it for fifty bucks. And my wife's like, why are you buying that? You're what do you we hoarders all of a sudden? I'm like, no, it's cheap. <laughs> you buy it because it's cheap, and then you can yeah. sell it later. But but the same uh the same um uh concept. The concept. concept, yeah, thank you, applies to to Bitcoin and cryptocurrency is when it's cheap, you want to get it, and when it's expensive, if it, if it was if it was at a hundred thousand dollars right now, I'd probably not want to buy anything till it dropped again. And you know what? That's that's a, a totally solid valid point. But I'll tell you this: I buy every two weeks. I don't care what the price is. Well, right for now, and yeah. A lot of people like to buy consistently like that, <laughs> and then they hold some cash here and they wait for dips of like 30 percent, and then they throw a big chunk in. And then they buy, buy, buy whatever it does, and then they hold a big chunk and throw it in. Like there's a bunch of different ways to do this. But okay, the the reality is, is people think they missed out when it hit a dollar. And then they feel bad because it hit $10 and they thought mm -hmm. that's as high as it goes and, and they missed out. And then it hit a hundred and then it hit a thousand and then it hit 10,000 and then it will hit a hundred thousand dollars. Oh, and, and, it is, it and it'll go to a million. Okay. So tell me how I would invest, how that would start, how I would start investing. There's one way and Sebastian knows. Can I, yeah, let me take this question. I know I'm new to this about what two months ago, maybe I guess two, two and a half. And, you know, so here's I, my I, example say I got the ten dollars in Bitcoin, where would I start there? Okay, with that? so so let's go into this. And uh, okay. Alex taught me this, I think it was 11 o'clock and not here. And I shot him a text, he was still up because oh, you're up like me. Or so I was like, Yeah, and I was just very curious. So here's how I got started. And I, like I said, I'm not trying to sell anybody, I have a podcast, I, I'm just I'm mm -hmm. putting the word out there. Whether you invest, yeah. uh, whoever you're out, do it or don't. I don't care. I don't Not make any financial money from, advice. Okay? These are my well. Opinions. I had yes. I had a very good friend of mine start trying to get um, educating us on Bitcoin. Christy Ray Impinger, she's okay. a friend of mine from school, and I just I thought about it, but then I was like, okay, that sounds complicated. So I just and it and no. it is so it is until you yeah. realize it's the same as using Venmo. Okay. It's the same as using a bank. It's the, mm -hmm. it's really in, in essence like and and all that in uh, just give me one second like time. Really all I'm doing to send bitcoin back and forth and this is when you have bitcoin the mm -hmm. the the um the strike app is more like a you know a, still a custodian type thing. But mm -hmm. really all it is is I type in your address okay. and I send it to you like a text message. That's really okay. what bitcoin is. It's information zeros and ones going back and forth. And the easier, the more, the, the the longer the technology goes on, the easier the user interface gets for people like you and me, the, the daily users. And so this, it is getting easier. This app is super easy to use. I so so you're gonna want to go to your app store, and it's called Strike S T R I K E. I think I can get it on the camera. Maybe no, I maybe can't see it. There it is, the little white one that looks like a, a little horseshoe with a line. Yeah, it's gotcha. like the middle finger. Yeah, it's like a middle right finger, okay? Yeah, it's like, a, it's like well, it looks a little bit different, in, but it's like a little circle with three lines. And I don't know, maybe the app is saying F you to the government. <laughs> I was just thinking the same what it thing. I hope that's what it meant. <laughs> you know, I'll ask him. I'll send, I'll send him a clip of this and we'll, we'll find out. Jack Mahler, okay, one of my so you go, guys. you go on there, you go on there, you download that app, and then it's really, I forget, you have to, you, know, you have to, you do have to put your, name your driver's license i think your social security number and mm -hmm. some people are like well that's kind of that, that's weary 
to me, I'm like, no, that makes it more secure, especially if it's on like I have Apple. You have, I know you have Android, but it's going to mm-hmm. make it more secure because now it's like it's your information. They need that. They need yeah. that information. And some people are going to think it's weird. I don't think it's weird. You put in all your information, you sign up. And then when you go and then you can purchase, I think there's a, cause it's been a while since I've done it, but when you, you can give a referral code, if someone referred you, I think when you first sign up, mm-hmm. anyone out there that's listening to the podcast that wants a free $10 of Bitcoin, if you use my referral code, you will get free $10 of Bitcoin. So you go to strike, use your referral code. It's C Z C K two, three. That is, that is the code that you can use. If you get the strike app and you will get a free $10 of Bitcoin. It's not going to hurt you just to test it out and test the waters. And if you're like me, I start putting in every two weeks and you really have nothing to And And the cool yeah. thing is you can withdraw your money time. So how much is it back- into Bitcoin? If you just want to start out, what do you recommend starting out buying into it? So I personally. A dollar I, account. Yeah. I'm comfortable dumping all like almost all my money is being saved in Bitcoin. I have some savings in traditional stocks, but from here on out, the only thing I'm buying recently is Bitcoin, right? So that just mm-hmm. comes down to how much you discretionary income you have. How okay. much are you willing to put in there and risk? Because see, I a feel lot that of people are going to want to start out low because they want to see how this works. So recommending to test it out. The average smart person will start small incrementally. An average Mm -hmm. knucklehead like me will go take out a loan and buy a gigantic amount. (laughs) (laughs) And then it will tank 50%. And I will go, I will go, well, shit, now I'm definitely a long-term holder, right? That's That's how I got into Bitcoin. So don't do that. That's what I recommend to people is don't do that. Do a comfortable Mm -hmm. amount that you can do consistently on a time basis, every two weeks, every week, every month, whatever you do, do an amount that you can put away. And if it never comes back to you, you're going to be okay with that. Okay. Then as your education starts to develop and you start to get more confidence in the system and you understand Bitcoin and, and, and if you come to that point, then you'll be comfortable increasing that amount. Is there a minimum to buy in? No. So that's the cool thing. Cause it, they say there's one Bitcoin that's worth $30,000 right now. But in reality, every Bitcoin can be broken down into 100 million pieces. Okay. Just like each dollar, each dollar has 100 pennies. Yes. Each Bitcoin has 100,000 or 100 million Satoshis. And that, that's just a nod, a nod to uh, Mr. Satoshi Nakamoto mm-hmm. or Mrs. But, uh, but yeah, that's so you can go in right now and buy $5 worth, $10 worth, $100. Well, I'm going to take my $10 and invest and say, you, you get your free $10 for signing up. On the mm-hmm. app. And, and the reason why I'm using the app as an example, am I fuzzy? No, you're good. Okay. okay. The reason why I'm using the app as an example is because that's what I've, that's what I've learned uh, mm-hmm. through Alex. And that's what I'm comfortable using because it's very user friendly. It's, it's like for the, you know, you see the price of Bitcoin. It gives you a little chart of like an all time graph of, of yeah. the ups and downs of it. And you could see the progression go moving it's inclining. It's not declining. It's declining right now, but over time, you can tell the history of it's gone up and up and up and up with little mm-hmm. gaps of it going down. Gotcha. Like they say, when in doubt, zoom out. Gotcha. You're gonna yeah, zoom that's out right. You're going you're gonna to see right. that this thing has just done this. It's a consistent. Mm-hmm. And when you actually take the average of that, Bitcoin over a certain amount of time, when you know you take a snapshot here and here and here and here, when you do that, Bitcoin has never declined. Right. Here's the uh, is I'll show it growing. on camera here. There's the uh, 
That's the lifetime history of it. That's the lifetime history of Bitcoin. Interesting. Right okay. So, you can see it's, it's shot. It shoots up. You know. Don't forget the other. Yeah. So, strike is one way of like a thousand that you can get your hands on some Bitcoin. Okay. But the reason why I like it so much is is Jack Mahler, the individual behind the company, and mm -hmm. the fact that it's not actually based on the. This is really technical and. I don't mean to go too deep. It's not based on the Bitcoin's base layer. It's on the secondary layer that makes it cheaper and faster to buy and transact in Bitcoin down here. So okay. you go to Strike App and you pay no fee to buy Bitcoin. If you go to Coinbase mm -hmm. or Crypto.com or Gemini or any of these other major crypto exchanges, they're going to hit you for a 1% fee. So you mm -hmm. Or a ten percent, sorry, two percent fee or something like that. <laughs> sorry, so excuse me. Strike is a very good company that's that's truly a Bitcoin maximalist type company that is really easy to onboard new new clients and new participants, and mm -hmm. it's free to buy the Bitcoin. It costs you no fees. That's and I think I, I might have showed, uh, not even meaning to do it. I think I showed how much I have in Bitcoin. It's only $44 and like something cents, right? But it was like $55, I think, at one point. It's yeah. just dropped down because of the decrease. But that's only going to go mm -hmm. back up. And in fact, uh, on Thursday, I'll probably put another 10 or $20 in. Because I want to keep on, I, I, even though it's going down, I want, like I said, I hope, personally for me, I hope it keeps on dropping. Because that's the best time to invest. So, well, but, here's another question as well. Yeah. If you want to buy out, pull out money, or use your Bitcoin, how difficult is that? How does that work? So, think of it like there's you ever bought stocks? I have like not. That? Stocks, have bonds. Not. Well, there's like JP Morgan Chase, or there's mm -hmm. Fidelity, or there's Ameriprise. And you know, you sign mm -hmm. up, you put in your driver's license information, they know their mm -hmm. customer is. That's called KYC. You mm -hmm. put in your social security. Now you can interact with this financial institution. All mm -hmm. of the crypto exchanges that operate in America require that same level of knowledge of their client because they're financial institutions that are regulated, mm -hmm. protected. So think about going on to one of those exchanges and saying, hey, I'm going to buy some stocks. And you buy $100 mm -hmm. worth of stocks. And two months later, it's worth $115. And you go sell it on the market, please. You hit the sell button. It turns into cash. And then you withdraw that cash into your checking account. Bitcoin mm -hmm. is the exact same way. Okay. It, you, you, can, you can literally hook up. You can hook your bank account up to the through the Strike app, and I think and just withdraw directly to like right now. I have forty four dollars and thirteen cents, whatever it is. I can just withdraw the forty four dollars and thirteen cents. I wouldn't want to do that because I've invested closer to yeah. sixty dollars. So I'm not gonna like like Alex you, said. You could hit the you don't want the sell button right now. It would okay. sell it immediately to the market. Which stocks, you know, they have a trading time. Mm -hmm. crypto bitcoin 24 7 boom sell it it's dollars and then you send it to your bank account and it takes you know it takes the the dinosaur time to get cash mm -hmm. into your bank account versus i can send bitcoin to someone in japan right now in about two seconds and have instantaneous settlement nice yeah, that's, the, that's the incredible thing about this tech mm -hmm. you know one of the incredible things about this technology we'll say that was a that was a that's a big question a big um flag for everybody that is not knowledgeable in this area of okay so i'm investing this money i'm getting this money if i want to take out this money for this how do i get my money so that's exactly. that's great information to have and because this is why i wanted don on this episode she was like do you want me on because i don't know anything about crypto or bitcoin i'm like that's perfect <laughs> because alex can teach us uh, you know like i said it's it's it, it's alex mangum crypto dot com and if you go there actually you see the loud spot uh podcast is on there and yeah. i also gave him a uh, uh testimonial. 
the testimonial. Yeah, because I'm I'm so excited about it. And if you go to the lostpod.net and click on our uh sponsors, you'll see a link right to his website as well. Perfect. And then and Alex, um, I want you and Sebastian to send me your codes because I'm gonna start investing for Leland. You're and I'll start one. investing oh, okay, for okay. myself. You so I do one. That way I can support both of you. You know what oh, I mean? I'm good. You know, you know what, Don? You're my favorite type of person to talk to about crypto. Like I love digging in the weeds with other people that are that are have studied it as much as me. But mm-hmm. I what's so good is I'm like I'm like batting a thousand percent with people that I talk to. If mm-hmm. they if they sit down with me and listen and, and lean in a little bit, like they just almost always they're just like the light comes on. They go, Oh, our money is shit. I get it. That's no why shit, I've been knowing that. That's why I'm like, I'm interested. <laughs> why? Tell and me more. Go, <laughs> and I go, here's an option. I don't know if it'll work 100%, mm-hmm. but I'm going to try this because the Bitcoin, the true Bitcoin community, we're not here to just make money. We're here to fix the money. Mm-hmm. And if you fix the money, you can truly fix the world because yeah. how are all these wars fought? With debt. Yeah. Sure. Yep. Debt. <laughs> yep. Every single every time we get in a war, they go to the Congress and they go, "Hey, need to up that debt limit. Need to print some more money. Need to get some more war bonds." It's all bullshit. If you can't have debt, you can't have a prolonged conflict. Mm-hmm. So, like from that level to a million other things that money impacts truly, money is the basis foundation. If you don't have a truthful monetary system undergirding your society. Then you have lies and dishonesty and deceit all throughout mm. your your society. It's corruption. It's just the way it is. It's corruption. Do you, right. do you have a group of friends that you just sit down and talk about Bitcoin with all day long? Yeah, <laughs> man, we just acid and mushrooms and down the, and we just sit there. And, <laughs> no, <I'm just> <laughs> but yes, um, you know, I, I, I like I said, I started a, a company with some friends. I want to give a shout out to called MoonTax.com. Like, okay, your 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 investments went to the moon. Now, what do you do? Let's talk about the taxes. Let's talk about the strategies and ways to mitigate. So like it just touches everything. And the community I've gotten involved with, um, they're so open. They're so friendly. They're so welcoming. It's been amazing. And this is, remember, I got to know these people. I started learning about Bitcoin a year and a half ago. And then in February of this year, I had my first community like meetup event. Mm -hmm. So from February to today, I've got 12 people that I've never never knew before that mm-hmm. said, "Hey, we want you to be in our new on our startup company." Like it's wow. just it, it has gone so far so fast. I have no idea where it's going to go, but it's just interesting to find out. Right. They only reached out to you cuz they heard you on my podcast. <laughs> I, I got to give you all the thanks. <laughs> I think all credit. My friendship paid <laughs> off. I'm so glad. Vacaville has <laughs> done everything for me. I'm telling you, I'm, t- yeah. I'm telling you, that's where, that's where we're from. Okay, yeah. before before we end this, I do want to, I guess, we talked about the history of Bitcoin. We talked about kind of where it's at now. We talked about the reasons why people should invest and why people mm-hmm. maybe don't want to because they still don't know. What other questions might hold somebody back? You think it's just this sheer unknowing of, we can sit here and talk about it all day long and people still might not understand yeah. Uh, I mean, I only understood half of what you said any, anyways. You know, but, it, but, it, but when is, it comes down to it, when it comes down to it, you see that there's money, you see where it's at, you see it's going down. That's when you do it. What other questions might someone have and how could you convince someone not knowing anything? This is a great investment for you, you and your family. 
without not even being without, and you gain nothing from it, Alex. You gain absolutely nothing from it. It's it's really hard. I'll, I'll I'll answer that, but first let me say this: it's really hard to take a new topic to anybody and dump it on them and try and expect them to understand all of it, right? So mm-hmm. when you play video games, the video games that are the best are obviously fun and enjoyable, but they're, they're, the level that you're playing on is usually three to 5% harder than your skill set, mm-hmm. right? And if it's three to 5% harder, then you have a chance to just get good enough to keep going. And then you get a little bit better. And the next level in Mario is three to 5% harder than the, than the previous level. Right. So education mm-hmm. has to be like that, right? You meet someone where they're at. What do you fundamentally understand? I'm going to add a little bit to that. And if you understand that, we're going to go here and here. So there's a million questions. Some person is going to ask a question here. Next person is going to operate here. Mm-hmm. So it's, you know, like you said earlier, the volatility, why is it going down? Why is it tanking? Well, there's a ton mm-hmm. of reasons why some of them are easy to explain. And then you can take why that happened and go really deep with it. Well, it's because mm-hmm. of this macroeconomic picture here and this country ha- made this move and now our supply chain is having problems. But in, in the end, it, it to me, it's that's secondary to why does the money suck and why do we need a better option? So I right. always start there. And then, you know, the questions pour in, right? Because I say something, they go, well, that makes me think about this. And so every person's mm-hmm. different. But I, what I would say to people is think about why the money sucks. Wonder, right do you want to save dollars? Because if, if your dollars can buy 10 bananas today, if you put them under your mattress in a year, that that money that you didn't touch is only going to buy eight or nine bananas. But why do I feel? Why do I feel like I'm on the Home Shopping Network like right now? Like trying to, <laughs> I feel like, I'm getting good at this, bro. Here's I'm my a... code again. You know what's funny? I do want to say when you're doing the three to five percent thing, and I was moving my hand with you. I was doing that so I could seem smart. <laughs> I know this. But, you're right with me, dude. We're on the level. It, it sounds like I, I do want to give my code again. For anyone that that's 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 listening to this, that's interested in Bitcoin, I do think that we're going to get a lot of people interested in this. It is C as in Charlie, Z as in zebra, C as in Charlie, K as in what's K? Kilo. Kite. Kilo. Kilo. <laughs> two three. So C Z C K two three on the Strike app, and use that. You get. Ten free dollars of, of Bitcoin. Now there and there, well, there are technically technically you get ten dollars in cash. But ten, yeah, right. Ten to get and then you can right, take it and right. buy it in the app. So you gotcha. can actually cash that out. But but so don't you, do you don't want me. the Bitcoin? Take the ten bucks. Yeah, yeah. What's you still the, get ten dollars. Buy you. some milk or some right. ice cream or whatever. There yeah. you go. Uh, there are other forms of cryptocurrency. We're not going to get into all those. There's a whole bunch of different ones. Bitcoin came out. I think this is the the number one. And of course, I'm biased. Right. I'm bi- I'm biased. And I'm no, trying you're right. Yeah. You're not biased. There's there you Bitcoin, go. <laughs> and then there's all the other shit copies of it <laughs> yeah. that are the the vast I mean Ether Ethereum and on. They are manipulating their currencies using blockchain technology, trying to act like they're Bitcoin. There's Bitcoin gotcha. and then there's crypto. And crypto mm-hmm. is dangerous and speculative. Bitcoin is Bitcoin. And we I think have all, the, to teach all that. the crypto out there is probably where those multi-level marketing companies come from, maybe, right? Oh my gosh. The scams do not end yeah. in crypto. Yep. Wow. I'm starting my own called Sebastian. And uh, <laughs> can I get dirty <laughs> for a second? Can I, tell you, can I tell you my favorite crypto coin last time? Yeah. Come Rocket. Well, what? Did, did I did I t- it's called Come Rocket. 
no, not. And they want to be they they wanted to be the <laughs> cryptocurrency of porn. They wanted really? to be and look at the token. It's like a little <laughs> rocket with like a little. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. You're fuzzy again, baby. You're fuzzy again, babe. But there's there's a there's a there's like nineteen thousand other cryptocurrencies today. And every single one of them acts like they're here for the community and we're here to fix things. And then they take bad, corrupt monetary policies and that's how they issue their tokens and do things. So so hmm. yeah, learn about Bitcoin and then you'll understand crypto and why it's different, why you mostly should stay away from it. And and you know, it's it's a it's a slow progress of education, personal responsibility and personal education. That's the only way you get good at anything. Well, so, that's oh, like five. with any any investments. Do that's your right. research. That's right. I still fuzzy? always do your research. No, you're good. I don't know what's going on then. Okay, well that's good then. All right. All right. And I got a white white stripes concert to go to. Oh, oh, I have fun. Well, yeah, no, we, um, hey, hey, see, we still talked about music. We still talked about music. Okay, Alex, thank you for, thank you for being on the show again for your third time being on here. Second time Bitcoin episode. I want to have a more, maybe another three months. Let's get some news out. Let's get you back on and talk about it again. I think people like this, even though we talk about music. This could be one consistent thing outside of music that we talk yeah. about. So, yeah, heck yeah, man. Great. I love it. Don and an honor. Thank you. Thank you, Don. I'm glad we you hope came. you learned a lot. Alex, please stay right there to after the outro song plays. We're it's about to be over. You'll get to your concert, I promise you. I want to yep. thank everyone listening to the loud spot. Sorry, I was a little bit fuzzy tonight. We are gonna work on that. That's all the time we got. Let me find my outro. Here we go. Don, you ready? Peace out, rock on. Much love. There we go. This is the loud spot outro by nothing short of tragic. Is this all talk with no action? No. Is this my thoughts with distraction? No. Is this what I bought that's in fashion? Or is this the loud spot with Sebastian? Does nothing short of tragic have his back again? Does everything that's good really have to end? Our pin post has a pin show, so to get more episodes, make an order. Maryland sports fans, there's only one sports book in the great state of Maryland with over 50 years experience booking bets and supporting customers. Betfred Sportsbook at Long Shots is now open and is the only sports book in Frederick offering cash betting on football, basketball, world soccer, and more. Visit the Betfred Sportsbook at I-270 and MD-85 in Frederick, right next to Long Shots Off-Track Betting. Go to BetfredSports.com for more information and your chance to win exclusive merchandise. Must be 21 or older. Play responsibly. For help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. 
That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points. 